God will fix it. God intended this to happen. God doesn't want me to get up. If God wanted me to get up, he would come grab my hand and pick me up and get me out of bed. God intended me to be lazy because I feel lazy. That's that's what I get from Okay, so I'm going to go literally to the scripture, for I know the plans I have for you, right? Okay. That's God speaking, for I know the plans I have for you. The plans don't go into such a detail that's never what God said. God said, God said I'm lazy. Plans for you to prosper. I'm plans lazy. for you to succeed. Well, God wouldn't have made me lazy if he didn't intend for it. That's not what he said. <laughs> and that's what I mean. Is we're, we, we, This is what a lot of people do. This is where the religious gets into an argument, right? Is It's a perspective. Again, we're reading it and interpreting what we get out of text. The one thing I know. The same thing that started this whole entire thing, right? It's all text, and we're giving it in perspective. Yeah. I believe God has a plan for me. I do believe that. But I also believe that it's because of the choice that he allowed me because he gave us the right to choose. That's real love. When you choose someone when it's hard, that's love. That's what God did. So, And the story, and I'll mess it up, but you'll get the point. There's a, there's a guy on a boat that's sinking, and another boat comes by, and they offer him help. They say, hey, man, you need, a, you need a lift? And he says, no, God's got me. Mm-hmm. And then it sends a, 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 a branch or a life jacket mm-hmm. floating by, and he's just there praying for God mm-hmm. to save him. And, and, then, and then when the boat goes down, and he dies, and he drowns, and he's like, why didn't you save me? And God's like, I sent you... I sent someone to pick you up. I said, yep. you know, there's like three to four different examples. Right. You've got to move your feet. Yep. And you just certainly, if we're talking about abuse or toxicity or bad habits or any of that kind of stuff, you could, you don't just, well, this must be God's plan. Yeah. That's, that's, I am always willing faith. to argue with anybody that says I don't have a choice. Anybody out there, if you're listening right now and you want to say, I didn't have a choice, I am more than willing to debate with you well it's also it also goes back to the you know when, when the christian side of things where people say stuff like that well this is what god intended and i'm just this is where i'm supposed to be because god i always think of the the quote in the bible it says faith without works is dead so you can have all the faith in the world like the guy in the damn ocean having mm-hmm. all the faith that god was going to come out of the sky and grab his hand but without you know god taught you how to freaking swim you better start swimming you know faith without works so put in the work god gave you the ability <laughs> he's an ableist god gave him the ableist <laughs> to swim mm-hmm. you know or and the, the post does say chase the life you want right yeah and, and you know and i think obviously by the comments and what we're doing here everybody goes right to uh you know the financial side of things but the life you want that could be so much a shift in perspective maybe you always wanted to paint you know whether you have hands or not it's possible (laughs) i've seen people paint with their toes and i've seen people paint with their mouth and they were amazing at it maybe you always wanted to travel but you can't drive there's a way it's called uber yes and you get what i'm saying i'm just trying to call I'm trying to paint. Somebody is in a perspective that it's their prison. Aladdin those had a people rug. making those comments, they're in prison by their perspective. And perhaps yeah. just a shift in that perspective uh, could empower them and change their entire lives. If nothing else, let's just say that whatever the life they want is impossible, which I don't even like that. Yeah. But let's say theoretically it is impossible. 
just the belief that it's possible and the pursuit would change everything. Everything. And then they wouldn't be sitting there so miserable. They're looking for positive posts to comment nasty things on. Yeah. That's a bad place. The reason your life is so miserable is because all you do all day is focus on why your life is so miserable. You're not focusing on what you can do to get out of it. Right. Yeah. That's and the suffering. That's, they're choosing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Everything in life is a choice, period, no matter what it is. And that's why <clears throat> we talked about this in the past. So many people are looking for something outside of them to fill something inside of them. What they're looking for is happiness. What they really want is joy. Joy is a state of mind. Happiness is a dopaminergic response to what you get. It's like a reward system, joy. right? That's yep. happiness. What you really want is joy. Absolutely. Joy is a state of mind. Yep. I wake up in the morning and I am happy. It pisses my wife off because I'm awake. Brian's I don't need coffee. Way. I'm ready to rock. Where do I go? The it's way. at the gym. I don't care. Like I'm ready to go because I'm excited. Yeah. But I was excited when I went to bed. So I'm just waking up the same way. You woke up. You know, on. You woke up on purpose. Yes. Not you know what their yes. tr- their true disability is? What, buddy? Hopelessness. Yeah. I mean, think about it. how many What's how many this? likes and shares did you say that post had uh, over a hundred thousand? Yeah. Um. And the majority of them are positive, right? Absolutely. Yes. And people are sharing it. When you're that hopeless and negative that you're scrolling and you come across a meme that over 100,000 people are inspired by and you get into an argument, that is a sick, that is a disability. They're, they're, you're right. Uh, you know, it's the negativity is seeping out of them. They're stuck and they're hopeless. And when somebody says that you can do something about it or maybe that there's a way out, they lash out. They get mad. How dare How you? How dare you tell me that this has any result or ha- I have any responsibility for this? Not only is it not my fault, but I can't get out of it. I'm yeah. stuck here for life. And, and I'm going to tell you, like, I, being stuck in addiction for 20 years, mm-hmm. like, I absolutely never in a million years thought I could ever get out of that thing alive. Yeah. You know, being, being in the hopeless state of mind that I was in, there was never even a glimpse of the future. Of course, it was long before. If I had to saw a meme like this when I was in addiction, I probably would have got sober. Just like that. <laughs> I want to read one more comment Ableist. because this one, this goes on. <laughs> I'm able. No, but seriously, like, <laughs> seriously, oh. though, like, man, like, come on. Like, I was hopeless. I was homeless. I had no dollars in my pocket. I was drug addicted, alcohol, and just seeping out of me in and out of prisons and jails and hospitals and 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 people you know it's just oh and that i mean, i would rather punch you in the face than have a conversation mm-hmm. with you you know and and if i can come out of that which is technically an illness addiction is a disease it's a disease of the mind if i can come out of that with nothing and start to make some gains in my life and start to make some happiness and some joy in my life mm-hmm. then damn it anybody can I changed my perspective. I changed my outlook on life. I I finally said I can't. I stopped saying I can't and started saying maybe that's possible. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can do that. Maybe you know if I and and like Brian said a minute ago, the things that I was looking at probably weren't that possible for me. But the, me going after them, me and the journey it took to go after them, even though it was unattainable, was it changed my life. Mm-hmm. It changed my life completely. Go ahead. I was just going to say, one simple shift in perspective could absolutely transform a person from uh, enablist to enablist. <laughs> so I, I got, I'm not against these comments. I, oh, I'm trying to man. convert them. Yeah. Well. Okay. So convert this one. Hallelujah. Yep. This is another perspective Love it. Of, of a victim mindset in 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 modern days world. Right. So check this one out. <laughs> 
we just got out of a pandemic. Okay. All right. Is that there. like pansexual or is that was something else? Ah, something else. Because I missed it. Yeah, I, okay. I didn't. I didn't notice it. But anyway, okay. we just got out of a pandemic. Tell the government to lower rent and pay more. <laughs> and you know what? Like. He is probably, there's millions of him that think the government's going to come and save them. And the government has the ability to, to lower the rate, yeah. rent, and yeah. the government has the ability yeah. to pay more. Yep. You know, FYI, it wasn't nothing, FYI, your building is not being rented by the government. That was it's the not, whole comment? It, yes. That was it. Yeah. I, is he making that same comment? Is it copy and paste on Go everything on Facebook? Yeah. Go to Europe. <laughs> that has I nothing think they to do, do that with it. Oh, my God. So, yeah. what You know, it's just another. Another example of the millions I see, and millions, that's a lot, the hundreds you I see. You see a lot of people. I do. Jeez, you the must hundreds, get around. The hundreds I see every day of people just blaming the government, blaming, you know, they're, they're, where they're at in life on other people, you know, becoming victims and everybody's against me and, and, sh- and they're watching the mass media television, tell them that they're, they're a victim and they can't do things and the government's out to get them. And these other, you know, right or left wing people are bad. And it's just like, Oh my God, you know, like government, please lower my rent and pay me more. So I could go chase my dream. No, no, no. I got, yeah. I got, I got the solution. Go to California. <laughs> Oh God! There's tents <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, tent Rent city, is baby. free. Well, let's just talk about perspective. Okay. Maybe there's somebody that's living in that tent, and they're perfectly blissful. I want to get into that too, right? Because there's there's thousands of comments of people saying, you know, I am completely content mm-hmm. in where I am in life. I uh, I don't need the chase anymore. Like you know, and it goes back to the Gary V statements. Like there's people out there who make you know. Forty thousand a year, forty thousand dollars a year, and that is life. Yeah, and, yeah. They, and they enjoy being a mm-hmm. father, and they enjoy coming home in the mm-hmm. evening and having dinner with their kids and spending the weekends at ball games. And and by all means, fuck yeah, they're yeah. already living you know? their yeah. dream. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. It's awesome. This post wasn't you have for you. arrived. Yep, love it. This post wasn't for yeah. you. It's it's really for the people. <laughs> it's for the unableist, and it's for uh, the victim mindset who is stuck in a situation, and the and it's Groundhog Day every day, and it just keeps happening and keeps happening. It's like okay, if you're unhappy in your life, period, then here's what you can do. I got into that jail cell, and everything that I used to be attracted to was suddenly, for lack of better words, disgusting to me. Mm -hmm. I'm 35 years old. Uh, I'm looking at all these 20-year-old kids who was basically me at 20, and I'm just turned off by the whole situation. So what I did is I, instead of partaking in all the stuff I partaked in, I I decided to basically isolate myself and and get into reading self-help books, mindset books, and all these different books that I could find. That's it. That's it right there. You were only... When someone pulls the victim card on me, you are only a victim of your own mind. Mm. That is it. Because everything that you think you're going through, like everybody goes through crap. I don't want to hear your sob story. We're not going to compare trophies. You know what I mean? Like, Ninth place trophies. My <laughs> life sucked at one point too. And today I still get kicked in the face plenty. Right. Right? I had to pay $3,000 to get a tree knocked down so it doesn't knock down all the cabins because it's just dropping limbs like bombs. Yeah. <laughs> no, most people would, oh, that sucks. Now I'm going to have to go spend $9,000 on a quad to drag all that stuff out because they all weigh 400 pounds a piece, right? Like, I am not going to play the victim to my reality because I understand where I'm at now, Marty Norman. 
Tell us about 47X. Oh, yeah, 47X. Okay, we're going to talk about recovery then. Yeah. My subject, my my life, my everything. Recovery, babe. Um, so 40X, 47X was a, was a company that I started uh, in 2016. And basically, I was in the... Pro- I, so, I, to start from the beginning, right? I was in two years in recovery, just I, I did a year of it in the county jail. Got out to a year's house arrest. Got my first apartment. You know, I was working a working at a factory as a as a you know worked my way. Off. You know, that's a whole story too. That's a great mm-hmm. story. But I worked my way up from a temporary, you know, making seven fifty an hour as a temp uh, through a temp service, and worked my way up in that year as a maintenance mechanic of in this factory that I was working at, which was a great, it went from seven fifty to almost $20 an hour. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, and that's, you know, I, I love to tell a story on that because that's a great story. Uh, and it's all about determination and, and, and mindset and, and having to walk to an hour and 10 minutes to work every day mm-hmm. in the rain and sleet and all that, you know, just, just grinding and being happy about it, you know, happy that I'm free, happy that I'm sober, happy that I'm living a life, you know, even though I didn't have $5 in my pocket mm-hmm. and you know what I mean? Um, but two years in recovery, I got the opportunity to purchase this house and, uh, with the, with the, uh, caveat to open up a sober living, you know, to help addicts and alcoholics, on their path to recovery. But so one of the things I kept talking about, like, so we, I, I bought the house, right. And I started with the intention of only helping a few guys, right. I'm going to help a few guys find their, find their pathway, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, me and Brian Kendrick. And in that process, you know, within a, within a week we had, a, we had a five guys within two weeks. We our house was full, which was like nine people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, and then trying to determine on how we're going to, because I knew I've been in enough recovery. I've been in enough sober living. I've been in a few treatment centers and hospitals and homeless. I knew every side of, of addiction. So that you Marty could likes to overdo it because there are only 12 steps in the program. But Marty went to 47. <laughs> I, I do. I, there is. I believe there's 47. This is where it came from. Like I, I started talking about, you know, it's everything. What I was really in tuned with at the time hyper focused on the little things that mattered mm-hmm. because i lived in this world where little things don't matter good or bad right none of it matters what's the end thing i want to get to there mm-hmm. i don't care what it takes to get to there i just want that end result and i started noticing and being becoming hyper focused and aware of the little bitty things in my day mm-hmm. right the the and i started telling people you know the world could change. You can change the world, if you will, by opening the door for, for somebody uh, at the gas station. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I talk about this one instance where I, I smoked cigarettes back then, right? So I would, you know, I would take off my, I would throw my cigarette butts on the ground unconsciously. I would unwrap my r- cigarette wrappers and throw the cellophane and the, the little piece of oom full on the mm-hmm. ground. And I'd light my cigarette, just unconsciously, just that's how I live my life. Just, you know, I'd get in my car and I would drive and never think about a seatbelt, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, was, there was this instance with the cigarette thing. So I ripped it off, threw it on the ground, and my sponsor was standing there. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like smoking a cigarette he's like no what what is that and i mean i'm two years in recovery Mm -hmm. and and this is my behavior this is the the type of person i was and i'm like what are you talking about he's like pick that shit up 
I'm like, first off, <laughs> ego started. Like, mm-hmm. who the f are you? Yep. You know, and in front of everybody. Yep. So therefore, my ego is even bigger. Yep. Like, how dare you? I'll show you who I am. You know. And anyway, so I bent down and I picked it up because he's my sponsor and there's people around and they're all, you know what I mean? I'm embarrassed. That's the honest feeling is embarrassment. I picked down and threw it away. Right. Next, next few days, I, I do it again, and I throw it on the ground, and, and I'm not thinking about it. Somebody that was standing there said, hey, bro, didn't you just get in trouble for that last week? I'm mm-hmm. like, and I pick it up, and I throw it away. Um, the next time I do it, I, I throw it on the ground, and I'm like, I, pick, I, I catch myself, right? I catch myself. I reach down, pick it up, throw it away, all right? The next time I undo it, and I go to throw it, and I stop myself, Mm-hmm. Right? And I, and I throw it away. And now, every single time, I see, habits are formed, good or bad. It takes several times to develop a habit. I, you know, there's a, there's a whole thing where it takes 28 days to, to develop a habit, good or bad. Right? It, I, I agree with that. <clears throat> but it doesn't seem like much with the cigarette thing, right? But it's those little things throughout my day that develop who I am as a human being, who I am as a man. Am I the type of person to litter just because I, I do and that's what I do? Or am I a person who is practicing uh, taking control of my mind, taking control of my behaviors, and taking control of who I, who I present myself to be? And, mm-hmm. You know, as far as I'm concerned, if, if, if you consider yourself a man and you're not opening the door for the person coming in in front of you, and if you're littering your cigarette, you're flicking your cigarette butt on the ground, and, and you know, all these other little things, and I don't you're not, you're not, I talk about mastery of self, right? If you can't master who you are as a human being, who you are as a man, who you are as a woman, whatever, then how are you going to master anything else in your life? Right. So it's the 47 things in your day that one at a time don't really mean anything. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, you could say that they don't mean anything. But if you put all 47 of those things in your day and you add them all up and you changed each one of those things from a negative to a positive, Mm -hmm. the opening the door, the doing the not littering. <clears throat> the saying when somebody somebody walks by and you, you're smiling at them and saying hello, mm-hmm. like that could change somebody's life and you don't even know it. I started doing it on purpose, like so we call it pattern interruption in like the psychology world. Right, right? I, the, I mean that good, person you don't know what the that person. Good way going to through. deal with something and to help somebody break a habit is called pattern interruption. So that's what your sponsor did. You went about your normal thing. You were in an autopilot. I'm gonna throw it, and then somebody interrupted your pattern, joltingly, and made <laughs> you think for a second <laughs> enough that. The next time that someone caught you, were like, yeah, crap. And then you, you went right back to the other memory because yeah. your normal autopilot got interrupted. Yeah. So after you've interrupted your autopilot a few more times, <clears throat> now you're in focused thinking. Yeah. So if you want to create new things, you have to learn how to interrupt your patterns. So they interrupted your patterns, created a new pattern because now you are hyper thinking about it. Imagine if you do that with 47 different things in your day. That's it. It is life changing. It is. It quite literally is life changing <clears throat> all the way to I wake up. My wife's still in bed. It's early. I don't. Well, you know, once I've gotten going and she gets up, I don't really want to go make the bed, mm-hmm. but I know that that sets the tone for my day. Yeah. I don't it's like everything. necessarily <clears throat> taking the cold shower. It's very jolting. Now, once I get through the first few seconds of it, it's fun, but the first few seconds fun. always fun. sucks. <laughs> fun is the word he used. Like it's, it's it fun. always sucks. And then you just get like this euphoric feeling of like, you know what? That's interruption again. I, for my whole life, I just took a normal, comfortable, hot shower, except for when I was homeless. 
you know? Yeah. And then cold showers were a necessity. And, and again, <laughs> they weren't that bad then because you just wanted to get clean. Yeah. It's funny how much we get so used to, like, the comfort of our mm. normal day, and we don't think outside of ourselves. Yeah. I used to open the door and expect a thank you. And right. I would get irritated when I didn't get one. <clears throat> right. But then I had to check myself. Like, what's my motives? Yeah. And like, it, am I doing it because I want a thank you? But I had to check myself because one day someone checked me because they've heard me talking and saying things. And one day somebody opened the door. I was not having a good day. And I just said, you're welcome. Yeah. And they were like, oh, did you, does that make you feel better? And I was like, what? And they're like, do you really need a thank you from that person? Because you preach a lot about other things. Yeah. And that changed the way that I opened a door today. Yeah. Pattern interruption. Holy crap, I'm talking about it. I let the world get to me and then I changed my way. And now I need to go back to what matters. I'm not doing it for myself completely. Well, I mean, that's why. That's why so it's, it's not about getting a thank you. Well, like, I'm here to open the door and just be nice. It's just about a kind gesture. Isn't it in, in, in the book where it says, don't let your right hand know what your left hand mm-hmm. does kind of thing? <clears throat> and that's why I tell everybody about, you know, holding somebody accountable is one thing. This is a different subject, but holding somebody accountable for something is great. That's mm-hmm. what we do as brothers. That's yeah. what we do as sisters. That's yep. what we do in recovery. Yep. That's what we do in the job. <clears throat> but check your motives. Mm-hmm. Why are you opening that door? Are you open it to get that recognition of thank you? Or are you right. doing it because that's who you are as a person? Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's easy to fall into these mm-hmm. things. That's why having people in your corner call you out and call you out on your BS is, is so important. Community is everything. Well, again, we've talked about this a thousand times. They're looking for an outside thing to fix an inside well, problem. It's, it's, we have to, we have to change the way that we think we have to change our perspective. We have to quit running from things when they're hard and hoping to find that peel that would just fix us and trusting the, you know, the, the big pharma and that they're, they're out to help you. Cause that don't, it's not, it's not the case. And if history has taught us anything, you look back on any kind of medications they're taken off the shelf after a period of time, after people die and it's what happens. It's just well, like, there's with, like a commercial if you were involved in this medication, there's a lawsuit. Yes, yeah. it happens all the time. And, and just like with the jab, they say, take it. You got to take it yourself. It's SOB if you don't take it. Oh, and people were lining up. People were lining up. Oh, they said we have to. So we got, come on. The, the culprit in all illnesses and all <sighs> sicknesses yeah. Across the the yeah. West, yeah. the Western culture, one thousand percent. I think that I don't think I know. There's a couple of, of corporations and uh, companies and and whatnot that ha- are they're solely responsible for a lot of our problems in in America, mainly. Yeah. But uh, we're going to talk about big pharma today. Yeah, absolutely. We need oh. to talk about big pharma today, and there's a purpose behind it. So this isn't just hold on, please, big pharma, don't don't come after us. No, knock on my door. Let's have a conversation about this. <laughs> Let's sit down and chat yeah. about how you on kill our next so many shirt people. run on the back. It's going to say, "Let's talk about it," because let's talk, let's talk about it. I'm down like to talk that. about did it. You just, did you just now come up? With I that? am like a plethora of ideas. Did you just a, pop that out though? Was that like yeah. something you already thought of? Yeah, no. Let's talk about. Let's it. talk about it. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. That's our new we slogan. should talk about it. Yes, that's our new slogan, Chris. Can we spam the crap out of? <laughs> let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. it. All right, let's I love do it. it. So this hey, is so first more uh, Brian. Yes, I am still Brian Gordon. I'm Marty Norman. Yes, Brian. Yes, let's talk about it. Okay, <laughs> I love it. Here we go. Our new intro is going to be no longer live, but we're going to talk about it. Let's let's just talk about it, man. Yeah, because listen, I, from from not understanding or knowing exactly where you're going to go down the, the what rabbit hole you 
choose to go down on this. Like, I have a big problem with Big Pharma. I have a big problem with with a couple other government organizations. I have Mm -hmm. a big problem with what's happening. And what I fail to understand is how, as we as Americans, how informed and how smart we possibly could be on information, right? We can get any kind of information Mm -hmm. we want, and we, we, we need to choose where we get our information, of course. But... Like, how do we not see that Big Pharma is, is so corrupt? So psychology became, like, damn huge about in the 80s, right? right? We started to see a mental health shift in the 80s. Psychology took a big shift. Psychology's been around since the, like, mid to late 1800s, right? Like, that's when the big psychologists became quite famous. Like, they really started to study the brain and understand why people are the way they are because we started to get more advanced in some technologies and have the ability to test and check things out. In the 80s, it became big, and what they started to notice is as we started to pump all of the antidepressants in was that a lot of money came with it. Yeah. So when... With money. With money comes power. With power comes corruption. With corruption comes, you know, the rest, right? right. So I've what been noticing a pattern, but before I even get into this, for those of you that have been listening to our podcast, I want you to listen to me very, very carefully. If you don't believe in the power of manifestation, here is actual proof, because I have been speaking about this. And I am not Nostradamus, and I can't force people to do things. Are you sure you don't believe that? Well, I mean, maybe. It is possible, <laughs> I guess. Because at this point, I'm starting to feel a little powerful in my manifestation. So right? Good. So good. Yeah. Like, I have been hyper-focused on the patterns of the world and what has been happening and how to create change. Because that's the whole point of this podcast. We're that's trying it. to create change. So I've been hyper-focused and meditating and manifesting and focusing. Okay? So last week, we talked about Ozempic. That yeah. just happened to be something that I wanted to do at CVS as like a prank, it right? A, it, was it was just a, a yeah. funny thing to do, right? As I'm researching more about this, because I thought I would dig deeper, somebody else launches something, which is a Coke whistleblower. And he brings up. Oh, the Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. he brings up Ozempic <clears throat> and their big push during that podcast. Then I'm flipping through the channels. And I see another picture, which I'll pull up right now and show it to the camera. It came from, I made my wife take a picture because I don't want to get up and get my phone. Now, the skinny shot, right? So here it is. It's called the skinny shot now. Oh, and no, this is, this, is, this is ABC News is doing a special on Ozempic and the other big new weight loss that's quick, okay? Now, I know a lot about when it comes to diet exercise and what this would be considered a steroid okay i have done steroids okay there is a way to do any drug properly sure blood work tests measures levels you you check your hemoglobin you check your thyroid you check everything like you run a full panel yeah if you want to get into the safest version of pushing your body to the limits so clenbuterol is also an asthma medication which is actually what ozempic is the side effect of it is that it burns fat. That's what helps people that are suffering from Well, it's because asthma. your heart runs a thousand miles, <laughs> a thousand beats a minute. Right. So, you know it, I mean? But it, it, it helps burn off the excess fatty tissues and a lot of other organs in your body that affect things, and that's why it helps asthma. Okay. So they're pushing this as the new quick weight loss. I'm going to tell you right now, there's no such thing, and it is extremely unhealthy. So if you want to take um, clenbuterol properly... Every professional in the world tell you six weeks. Tops. That's what that's because it can be very damaging to the body. 
because you're shutting down your body's other abilities to burn fat. You're going to mess up your thyroid. You're going to mess up your heart. You, there's so many side effects to taking this medication long term. I think that's that's across the board, though, right? Of course it is. Yeah, that's across the board. On, well, what on, they're not understanding is that they're pushing this as like a long term medication. Sure. And you're going to end up stuck on it and they know it. And they don't care. It's going to end up becoming a lifelong this is what you need to maintain weight loss. This is how we're going to get America unhealthy unhe- again, right? So, or you could just eat properly, stop being a lazy ass, and maybe do something about your life and eat clean foods. We just talked to Brian about this. He didn't go do this crazy diet program. He just cleaned up yeah. the food that he was putting in his body. Yeah. And your body responds to that. The way it's supposed to for thousands of years when all this other stupid crap wasn't out there. I just had a, a, it was my wife's client that went to like Spain or France and came back and was like, there are no overweight people there. They're very hard to find. It's true. It's true. Like it was shocking to her because she was like, I literally was confused. You can't go anywhere in America without seeing obesity. Nowhere. Right. You can't go anywhere. You can't go to any gas station. You can't go to any store. You can't go to any restaurant. You can't go without seeing a director. And that's the thing. Like, again, <clears throat> this is what these organizations and relying on outside, you know, big entities, big, big, big farm, if you will. Mm-hmm. This is what the danger is. They've always created a problem. Mm-hmm. And this is historically. Any, I could, I can name five of them right now where they create a problem, mm-hmm. and then the same people that created the problem create the solution. Of course, so it's just money across the board. Absolutely, and then that solution is is they never want to end that solution. And the same thing, you know, say they created the obesity problem in America, right? The, mm-hmm. the FDA, the separate, Monsanto, all these different companies that all mm-hmm. pretty much work for the same people, mm-hmm. the same five families, you know, and their whole goal is to make us sick, make us docile, make us dumb, make us be good slaves so we can go to work and that's mm-hmm. it. That's all we need to do. Absolutely. And, 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 and hopefully with the food they feed us that we will get sick, we'll get cancer and we'll be on their medications. Again, I did, did, my manifestation brain is like just firing on all cylinders right now because... We just talked about this. Yes. Like, we literally just talked about the things that you're bringing up right now when I brought up, I don't know, two weeks ago. If you want to improve your life, become great at solving problems. If you want to make money, become a good problem solver. Oh, there you go. But so, if you get... It, hold but, on. Now they're solving two problems. If you get corrupt. So now it's double the money. If you get corrupt, you create the problem. But think about it. They first have said, we have your problem solving. We're going to go ahead and cure your weight problem with this drug and then later on when you're having other problems they're going to say well now you need to take this drug and it'll fix that part yeah so yeah. this is just like a non-stop your liver is shutting we're down. fixing your problems <laughs> and people will always pay to have their problems fixed thank you for joining us guys if you haven't subscribed yet please do send us over to your friend and let's go by this slogan man let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. it absolutely later guys